Bar Media. Welcome to the Local Podcast, a podcast about all things local, brought to you by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. Make sure this thing's working. But I'm pretty sure it is. Oh, Raggedy Mouse. <laughs> yeah, that's recording. Look at that. Look at that okay. silly red line. <laughs> all right. What up, Aaron Crate from Visit Dothan? What you doing today? Oh, just uh, getting ready for uh, Future Masters. Uh, big... Uh, big undertaking uh, coming up right around the corner. Uh, we've got our visitor guide coming out. We've got uh, some baseball and softball tournaments coming around the corner. So things are uh, really, really busy. State games uh, conference call last week. Uh, that's going to be here before we know it. Uh, things are starting to at least feel uh, as close to normal uh, as it has since probably early March, late February. Uh, in the tourism business yeah it's been a wild time in the south like you haven't a lot of people haven't been been able to do much in the way of uh getting out and enjoying and being what's happening which right is what we're all about here at the local so it's been kind of tricky getting everything like just trying to figure out what the new normal is and trying to make sure that you can get out get what you need for your household or even go to work and not worry about like dragging some weird flu to the house yeah, and, and you know, couple that with you know every day of uh, of my life and and the life of Visit Dothan is about travel and tourism and and getting people uh, to come to town and and spend the night predominantly and um, that's a that's been a tough task and and one that we were told not to take yeah uh, for a, for quite a while. This people are told do not travel, do not leave your home. Do not leave your the city or town that you live in, let alone the state you live in. So it's it's been, I mean, unprecedented is is an understatement. I mean, it's been bananas since February twenty second. I'd blown my foot out in that Mardi Gras right. parade. That's right, letting the good times roll a little bit <laughs> too hard, maybe. Um, yeah, I've been down like I've been in bed. Like I was, I laid down. I don't know if you can imagine me doing this. But I got in bed on the 22nd after I went to the hospital and had x-rays done. Yep. And I got out of bed May 15th-ish. Wow. Yeah, dude. So, like, today's the first day I've left the house without an ankle brace on at all. Um, well, I mean, if you're ever going to break your ankle, you picked a really good time to do it. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. Like, <laughs> So, I'm laying in the house with, like, I'm already a nervous wreck because I can't do anything for myself. Right. Which is not a good, like, I've built my life to not need to rely on people just yeah. because I'm like, all right, I know what I need to do to get X done. And then I don't know, I don't necessarily need, I don't like relying on people. Sure. Because it adds pressure and animosity and I work better as an individual. I mean, that's, everybody that knows me knows that I'm like not really adhering to a crowd mentality. Right. And... Being that, like, I was just chilling at home, waiting, watching the news, and I'm like, you've got one side saying, like, this thing is mowing down half the population, and the other side saying, like, it's fake. Right. And I'm trying to figure out, like, what? I don't, <laughs> I've got friends in the military, or not in the military, but in the medical field. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think they'd lie to me for any, I mean, what are, I get lying to me as an individual. Right. 
because I own a newspaper, but like <laughs> I don't understand just lying to people just to be like, oh, it's fake. Like if my mom told me it was fake and I went out into the world and I caught this shit, I don't think I'm calling her back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you can't just be telling folks stuff doesn't exist because yeah. it hasn't hit your household. Well, I mean, we were talking earlier and, and you know, it's been so you know, talking about watching the news or listening to the news, reading the newspaper, really anything, podcasts, um, you know, it got to the point where it's like good cholesterol and bad cholesterol and are eggs good for us now or are they bad for us again? And can I get this by touching the surface or can I not? And it, you don't know who to believe or what to believe. And and really, you know, all we can do um, as an as an industry in, the, in travel and tourism is you know, be as safe as possible and, and be, you know, as cautious as possible. Because uh, the last thing we want to do is is put our community in a position to, um, you know, endanger itself. Oh, for sure. Or have people endanger themselves while they're here. So really, we the first thing we did, the, the biggest change uh, that we made with Visit Dothan was, well, since we're not talking to visitors right now, uh, let's talk to locals. Yeah. Let, let's you know take a page out of Justin's book and let's talk to folks that are here and mm-hmm. live here and work here and play here about things that are still available to do. Hundred percent. You know we live. We are blessed here in in Dothan, Alabama, in Lower Alabama, with um, you know, and this is the end of February, beginning of March, when is typically the best time of the year to be outside. Hundred percent. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, you know. The, it, it's not too hot. It's it's never cold here, regardless of what people say. Oh my god! Um, it's coming from somebody from Syracuse. Yeah. Um, you know that was a bummer, but it's like, listen, let's we can still get outside. We so our entire website basically was dedicated to things you can still do. Yeah. You know whether it was the Forever Wild Trail, the the Peanut Tour, yeah. the Mural Tour, all these great amenities and activities that we have here that don't. You don't need to be with anybody else. No. It doesn't take a group to do it. Uh, you can certainly be social. And some of the things, you don't even have to get out of your car. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we did some scavenger hunts with Find the Peanut kind of thing and with our peanuts uh, around town. So there were a lot of things that, they were, that we were still able to promote and still yeah. able to tell people to do while just talking to people essentially within, you know, a tri-county region, mm-hmm. really. Um, just say, hey, get out and, and kind of rediscover uh, the place that you call home. Yeah, you need to find all your favorite things that don't close, all right? right. So, like, I love trampoline parks. I love nightclubs. I love yep. a lot of things that are businesses. Yeah. And I think we've gotten a lot... I mean, I think a lot of people have gotten away from learning what they like to do individually as, like, just to for me to smile as an individual. Like, right. there's tons of things that I'm into that don't require a lot of other people's whatever. That's also like sort of my personality. Right. But yeah, you've been socially distancing your whole life, haven't you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, enough to not feel like a hobbit that doesn't know anything, but just enough to be like, I don't know about that, man. You can pop your head up every now and then let people know you're around. Yeah, like that's 100% it. Like I'm watching, I ain't saying nothing. But <laughs> I mean, the the best you can do, I think now is especially with stuff like tourism and everybody's confusion about what is safe and what's not, yeah. because a lot of people don't, they're not doing the research. They don't, they're not looking into stuff. They're like right. calling an uncle. That's right. That has had God knows what kind of day. And mm-hmm. he's inflecting whatever that day is upon in this conversation, no matter what it is. Right. 
There's all sorts of ways info can get misconstrued. Yeah, and th- and that's why you know it, it, on our Facebook page and on our social channels, you know, all we could do was you know link to the CDC, yeah, link to the WHO and and the and the Alabama Department of Public Health. You know the these these professionals that are telling us here's what's safe and here's what's not. And, you know, we, we are, uh, hopefully, uh, today, um, getting, a, a the final edits of our video that we went and shot because, you know, we're reading all of the, the surveys mm-hmm. and, uh, from visitors and potential visitors and when are you going to feel safe to fill in the blank, hundred percent, you know, go 200, 200 miles from home, get on an airplane, sleep in a hotel. Mm-hmm. And, and the overriding feel of the of the country of these people that were that were surveyed across the country, they want to travel. Yeah. People inherently want to travel, but what their their biggest uh, hesitation was: where is safe and where is not? Exactly. And 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 is this hotel that I'm going to sleep in? Is it safe? And who slept in this bed last night? Sure. Or two nights ago? And you know is it clean? Is it safe? Can I bring my family there? And, and we, we needed to uh, get that message out and, and we will be with this, with this video that we shot and, you know, walking people through uh, how safe our hotels really are mm-hmm. and, and safer than they truly, you know, Probably ever, ever been. been. Yeah. Um, you know, they're already under extreme scrutiny from a cleanliness standpoint, uh, almost hospital level cleanliness mm-hmm. when you, especially when you're talking about your brands, like your Marriott's and your, your, um, uh, IHG and and, and uh, Hilton products mm-hmm. um, properties, but take it another step uh, now. And you talk about the, the the safety precautions that hotels are taking specifically, and and it and it truly is uh, as safe as it possibly could be. And we wanted to we wanted to get that message across. We want to get that message across as we you know as the governor has opened our doors mm-hmm. so to speak uh, on June fifteenth, saying. You know, you can start playing ball again to, to kind of broad brush it, which is a huge industry for us for here in, sure. in Alabama. Um, We've got a, more baseball parks than we have, almost as many baseball parks as we have churches. Uh, almost. 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 <laughs> yeah. Most churches uh, actually have a baseball park <laughs> on right. their property, right. so it might be even more. And and uh, I can tell you that, the, that those baseball and softball parks bring millions and millions and millions yeah. of dollars uh, into this community every year. and. You know, it made sense. We were not, uh, you know, while while disappointed, we were not arguing with the fact that, hey, you know, back in March, April, May, it probably wasn't a good idea sure. to get 65 teams out of James Oates Park, uh, yeah. bunch of kids running around, and we not we didn't really know. Not saying we know everything sure. today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know a heck of a lot more than we, we did, did then. two months ago. So, you know, we're, so we're going to start seeing, you know, we've, like I said, we've got future masters coming up and, you know, if, of any sport, golf, um, golf is pretty individual. That's right. And, and you can, you don't have to be six feet from anybody mm. uh, playing golf and, and, and tennis is another one. And we've got great tennis facility here uh, out at Westgate. So we're going to start seeing, you know, the golf tournaments, tennis tournaments, baseball and softball are going to be coming back. We've got a, a big softball tournament over the 4th of July here for the first time that anybody can remember. Mm-hmm. Um, so things are going to start getting back to air quote normal yeah. um, here pretty soon. And, and we're excited about that, but we're also cautiously optimistic. Sure. You don't want to open everything back up and your right. entire uh, population gets sick. And then right. all the bu- all the businesses that are like optimistic. Yeah go straight into like again with this like right. then you get another 
then we just get our nation more into debt by trying to bail out everything. Right. Not bail out everything, but you know what I mean? Like trying to reasonably keep our businesses alive because they are what pay our electricity bills from top to bottom. Yeah. Like that's what just gets everything done as like financially for families. Yeah. I mean, you, you look at, uh, you know, the future masters is an example. Um, you know, that's, it's almost half a million dollars, more than half a million dollars, uh, of visitor spending into for sure. this market in a week. In a week. They're a um, week. Yeah. You know, a, a, an 80 team baseball tournament is almost a million dollars. And these are dollars. We don't count the teams that are playing that are from Dothan or Enterprise. Yeah. Or, we're only counting those that we know are spending the night. Mm-hmm. And these are brand new dollars into this community going directly into our hardest hit industry, which is the hospitality yeah. industry. And even if we did that every quarter, we yeah. just buy, we just blew it out of the water every quarter. Uh, or once a quarter every year, yeah, you'd still have an added twelve and a half million dollars yep. going into our city. So even if we, I think, yeah, events and like tourism is how and treating those tourists, treating those tourists is real important. Well, yeah, I mean, and and that's why <laughs> like, you know, and 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 you know, in our in our industry and in in our line of work, typically the local folks aren't thought about. No, you know, it's it's not typically our job to to concern ourselves with locals. We're more focused on the folks that we're trying to bring into town. Mm-hmm. But you know, this is my third my the third city that I've had this same position. I was in Wyoming, I was in Iowa, and now I'm here. And and I've always made it a point because none of the three cities that I've lived in now in in this role are what you would consider a tourist city. No, no. Um, it's not a destination unless you're right playing a tournament right you know we don't have a beach we don't have a casino we don't have this yeah. that and the other thing but what we do have to your point is fields as far as the eye can see for sure and we also have great great attractions and amenities that are almost it's almost like the city was planned it was for pri- youth and youth and amateur sports mm-hmm. it's private se- a lot of it's private sector that's too. right that's right and where maybe the budget wasn't there for the city. Like people in the community have stepped up and made yeah. it happen. And I think we need to see more of that, honestly. Yeah. I mean, you, but you look at, you know, you look at who, who's coming to town in, in these tournaments and in these events, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's 12 year old boys, it's 14 year old girls, yeah. it's eight year old boys. You know, they love a good trampoline park. Yeah. And, and they need to eat for sure, you know, and they need a place to sleep. And you look at a, a town, our size, you know, whatever it is on a given day, 65, 75,000 people. To have almost three thousand hotel rooms mm-hmm. and have over three hundred restaurants for a community this size uh, is really unheard of. But that's that's the power of travel. That's yeah. the power of of tourism for this for this area and and for that to evaporate mm-hmm. overnight for months. So many people, yeah. Um, you know, that's it's it's devastated our tourism and, and hospitality marketplace here. When you look at you know, restaurants having to close and mm-hmm. now even, you know, now that they're open, uh, you know, they're, some are abiding by the, you know, yeah. Hey, 50%. Um, some aren't. And, and listen, it's, I guess they snitching on people in they, New York state yeah, or I New mean, York city. They're like, they're texting <laughs> Andrew Cuomo pictures. Yeah. Every so, time they see it. So, you know, it, it's hard to say, you know, there's no law really. It's, it's yeah. a, it's a recommendation. Sure. Um, and to each its own, and and as as a consumer, it's up to you to go where you want to eat, yeah. where do you feel safe, and where do you want. So, uh, all that to say is, 
travel and tourism until it goes away, you don't really see how important it is no, yeah, every day. And then sure. when you don't see it and you don't see people in town and people aren't in town spending those outside dollars, there aren't enough people in Dothan to support 300 restaurants. There no. aren't enough people in Dothan to, to support 3000 hotel rooms. We rely on those people and mm-hmm. uh, to come into town. And, and when you can't physically can't have those people in town, you see the devastation that, that it occurs. All that said, we're we're starting to see you know some movement some progress we're starting to yeah. come out of it and so it was important to us to to talk to the local people mm-hmm. on a regular basis to talk to people that live in Dothan to remind them hey this is a pretty cool spot yeah. that that you either choose to live in or have to live in depending on on your situation you're in a pretty good spot mm-hmm. so get out take a look rem- remind yourself what a great place this is. And oh, by the way, if you're talking to your aunt up in Columbus or you're talking to your nephew in Pensacola, yeah, remind them yeah. what a cool place this is and, and kind of preach that tourism uh, uh, mantra to the locals because there's only five of us that visit Dothan. Yeah. And the the barista at your coffee shop or uh, the, the server at the restaurant or the front desk manager at a hotel – they're going to see way more visitors every mm-hmm. year than I am. Yeah, uh, they're going to they're going to touch. They're the face of our city outside right. of our city. And 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 if they don't understand what a great place it is to be, then, then our visitors aren't going to they're not they aren't going to feel it. And they're you know they're going to get the cross eyed look of why are you here? You know, yeah. there's nothing to do here. And that's and that's a never ending battle. But uh, but I think you know the last few months has given us an opportunity to completely turn off talking to people outside this area yeah and hyper focus on what we're talking doing. to people here mm-hmm. like that's the one of the other things is not only is it important for everybody to be accepting and put on a good face for dothan like right. whenever you're doing customer service and stuff but like for residents that live here it's super important for them to get out and travel around and right. see what other things they want to improve other ways so that we they can bring positive to the city right you can bring i mean that's what a lot of the, like trampoline parks like that didn't orig- obviously didn't originate here visit i mean uh escape dothan right like panic rooms not panic rooms <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> a totally different thing yeah escape, escape ro- rooms yeah that's what that is right there <laughs> uh you can go in there it's Almost dead silent. I'm going to use that as my real workspace if I ever have to go into hiding. It's going to be like Anne Frank at the local. Um, but I think uh, I think it is it is it takes consciousness for the individuals for our generation to go out and figure out what we love from different areas of the right. world and like be able to bring it home. So if and when these people from other places come here, they can find something comforting and familiar. That's right. And probably stay longer. Yeah. And spend I, more money. And, and you know, and, and I've I, I've said, again, I've, I've been in this industry now for 12 years. And, uh, I've, I've said from the beginning, you know, people talk about economic development mm-hmm. and, and kind of economic development gets the headline and, you know, Matt and, and Dean and everything that they're doing with the Chamber of Commerce here and, and Grow Dothan is unbelievable. And, and they've been just tremendous through this whole process for sure um but you know people again until it's gone you don't notice it but tourism is absolutely economic development Mm -hmm. and 
you know, I've the days of, you know, not that there ever were days of, well, I'm just going to move my business to this city, but never go to it as a visitor first. Yeah. Um, you know, so, and, and Matt and Dean totally get that. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been great. It's a great partnership here. It's not like that in every city. No. Uh, where economic development kind of thumbs their nose at tourism and it's mm-hmm. not that important. To, well, we got to protect ours first yeah. and foremost. Yeah. And it's parades and flower boxes. We just don't we have do. enough of ours to sustain our business. That's right. That's right. We need, we need those outside dollars to mm-hmm. come into this community to keep our restaurants in, in business, to I, keep our retail in business and our hotels in business. I think it's the awareness of that fact that goes lost on a lot of people. Right. Like they see a shitload of traffic and they just assume it's spring break and they're right. like, get out of here. I don't <laughs> right. want this, ah, this. That's right. That's not why I moved to this town. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. it's a sleepy town, dude. Honestly, like I've been all over the world yeah. and this is one of the slower paced places I've spent a vast amount of time. Yeah. Which is why it's so weird for me to be able to do what I do because you can't do that. Like if I were doing this in Atlanta or LA or whatever, I can't keep up with everything going on. Right. And print one time a month. Right. Right. You can cover pretty much what's going on in this area and get the word out. And that's the only thing we're about is making sure that all these tournaments and all these events, whether it's Foster Fest or comedy shows at Country Crossing or I mean, crossing a big creek or like the plant stuff or anything bike yeah. races at westgate like yeah. we want everything to have every seat filled because it is so important for us to be it's important for us to show up for that stuff to right. show that we're invested in our community right and and you know being you know it, we are in an advantage in 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 our industry again from a sales perspective um not sales. We don't sell anything because we don't own anything. Yeah. From, a, from a promotional and marketing standpoint, mm-hmm. we are at an advantage over larger cities that have the same facilities that we do. You know, speaking of you know baseball fields or softball yeah. fields, they know the, these tournament directors who we're on the phone with, and we're bringing them to town, and we're we're promoting. Hey, you should bring this mm-hmm. tournament X to our community. Here's why. One of the first things we talk about are organizations like yours. The, the media in general mm-hmm. here, mass media and otherwise, this tournament is page one Yeah, in Dothan, Alabama. For sure. In Atlanta, it's probably not on a page. And that's the thing. Not only that, but in bigger markets, you have to deal with more leisure services representatives. Right. You've got to deal with multiple people that have control over one park because it's been scheduled out for five years. Right. And the infrastructure doesn't allow for like the size of the city doesn't provide the amount of money for the infrastructure for us to require that at the moment. But with enough nurturing and enough pushing for positive change, we can have that issue. Yeah. I mean, we, which is not, I mean, not saying that that's a bad problem to have. Yeah. I mean, we, you know, you look at the the facilities that we have here, you know, compared to even, I mean, I'd, I'd put our, our outdoor facilities specifically tennis, Baseball, softball, uh, our Forever Wild Trail that just yeah. added five miles. Uh, I'll put our outdoor facilities up against anybody, any size, for sure, per capita or or otherwise. Um, from a tournament standpoint, Jim Oates is when I was here about a year and a half ago to to interview for this job, my final interview. Uh, we had some free time. My wife and I were just driving around, and we went we ran out to uh, James Oates James Oates Park. And I just I I said out loud I said wow I'm really surprised that that they went with turf 
mm-hmm. on the fields. I, you know, I figured because it costs more. If you can't grow grass in, in Lower Alabama, you can't grow grass anywhere. And so I walk out there. I'm like, I got to go check this out. So I just go up to the out one of the outfield fences. I'm like, Yo, that's not turf. That's not? real yeah. grass. Look at how beautiful this is. It yeah. looks like they cut it with scissors. I mean, it's amazing the facilities that we have here um, that are showcase facilities yeah. that that people wouldn't equate with a town our size, sure. for one. Um, but our leisure services department is massive, uh, and because it's such a big part of our life here. And they manage so many different aspects. Yes. Like, you can call and get information about fishing you can call and get information about signing your kid up for karate right you can put them on a football team soccer team baseball team yeah and and summer camps 100 percent. i mean the the amount uh, of work that the leisure services department does and they have a new uh director uh give give allison hall a plug uh brand new uh leisure services director born and raised here mm-hmm. um came back for the for the gig just got hired she just started right in the middle of the pandemic she started in april that's always fun welcome to town right um <laughs> but you know she's got her hands full it's a huge undertaking uh leisure services here in dothan and and they're they're great partners of ours and and we couldn't do what we do without them yeah uh, because again they own the parks yeah they're the ones that have done the infrastructure right. for all this to happen. Right. And they're they're out there. They got the keys to the padlock. They also have been here a lot longer than you or me. That that's right. <laughs> so uh but we've got to approach with that kind of respect. They do day. a great job and and the the maintenance and and the foresight again, you know, we're talking decades ago when they they're like let's put 20 clay courts for mm-hmm. tennis at Westgate. Yeah. Like dude, what do we need to but now We've outgrown them. Yeah, the we, Hardy's we, Pro Classic. Right. You can't find a seat somewhere. Right, we, and we we put uh, we put so many tournaments. I say we collectively, Dothan. Yeah, uh, puts on so many tennis tournaments, and they've become so large that twenty courts isn't enough. Yeah, and now we're at the Country Club, and we're at Azalea. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the foresight to build James Oates Park, it's like, well, we've already got whatever twenty eight fields. What do we? But it's like, no, no, no. But if we build these, look at what we can bring. Yeah. You keep them up at this level. Now we're talking about Dixie World Series. Yeah. We're talking about these regional events. We're not just talking about, you know, uh, Dixie Boys slow pitch softball mm-hmm. tournaments. We're talking about big energy. Yes. Bringing folks to town. National coverage. That's right. On certain things. That's like, right. It's huge. Like you can't, you can't. Dothan could not buy the amount of press coverage no. that bringing these events no. brings. And and you know, we're we're the ones that are, you know, in charge of marketing this city to visitors and we couldn't afford the the, no. the ad buys that these equivalent tournaments yeah. bring. Um, you know, when you're when you're talking about uh Dixie, for example, uh, you know, that covers eleven states from Texas to mm-hmm. Virginia. Um you know, in the in the word of mouth alone, that yo, we had this tournament in Dothan. You should have seen this, that. We went to this. We ate here. We did this, and you know, it, it's it's the, you know, we we talk about the difference between an attraction and an attractor. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got a lot of great attractions mm-hmm. here, and I don't want to try to even do a list, <clears throat> but you know, I don't want to. I don't want this. Just to be about sports, you know, we've got great attractions with museums and mm-hmm. parks and live music, gardens and concerts and facilities and restaurants and great shops that nobody else has, mm-hmm. great retail that nobody else has. So without those, 
we wouldn't be able to do what we do either. We yeah. could have all the fields we oh, want. Oh, for sure. But if there's not any anything cool for them to do, boredom will drive well, everybody right out right. of the city. Because the, the, I say all the time, the most the most time that you're going to spend on that field is four hours. Yeah. What are you going to do for the other twenty? You got to eat. You got to sleep. Right. You give me something cool to do with these 15, 10 year olds. Yeah. Or I'm going to lose my mind. 100%. And we've got that. Here. Not only that, they just won't go to bed and they'll sneak out and you that's got another can of worms on your hands. That's right. That's That was my vibe as a kid. I'd be like, <laughs> these fools are sleeping? I'm going to go see what this city's about for real. So it, it's just, we, we really do. We're, we're really blessed with a great destination here in all avenues. And, and we're just, again, cautiously optimistic. And, and if cautiously uh, excited is a word uh, or a phrase, that's where we're at now. Yeah, you know, we're 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 hoping that 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 page turns a little bit, uh, and we don't go backwards. Sure, you know, we're we're just hoping to very very safely and smartly go forward mm-hmm. um, as we begin to host people again yeah. here in Dothan, and 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 I believe I've been out there. I've been, you know, everywhere you can be the last three months that 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 has allowed me to be there. Yeah. And you know this community has really, um, you know, taken the taken the the advice well. They've they've been safe. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of angst, and people are are wanting to open, and they want to, you know, blow it out and let's let's you know, let everybody in. But then there's still the other side that says, whoa, 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 wait a second. Um, maybe we ought to wait a little bit longer. So you've got to really play both sides and be, and you know, be understanding of, of, of all sides, uh, you know, and it's, and it's hard for me and, and, and our team, uh, at visit Dothan. Cause we we're like, let's go. Yeah. You know, we've been bottled up now for three months. And a lot of people, a lot of the business owners are like that too. And yeah, they absolutely. want people, they're like, it's safe. Get yeah. here quick. That's right. So you, it's, it's been, uh, like I said, there's, there's never been a time, uh, like this. I mean, financially speaking, a lot of people, you know, talk about the, you know, the recession in 08, 09, 10, uh, you know, talk of, you know, the, from a tourism standpoint, you know, the comp, the, the recession has been a comp and then 9-11 mm-hmm. from a travel and tourism standpoint has yeah. been a comp that's been thrown around. This is, this laps the field. Oh, 100%. From a, from a, uh, from a financial standpoint. Um, well, 9-11, everybody still felt safe driving around. Right. And, and, and there wasn't, there wasn't travel restrictions. No, but now like... I don't even know how you would get a certificate for occupancy for a new business. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, right. As a dude that loves to come up with ideas and likes to try to implement them. However, like I have an idea for a business and it requires a CO. Yeah. And so right now I don't know if my CO is going to be every six tiles on the floor is represents one dude. That's like, right. Or 36 because it needs to be a six foot radius. Square. Yeah. So like, that eats up a lot of floor space. Well, it, it, it you know it's 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 the the compounding of the the economy being shaken to its core, while also people not allowed to travel. Mm-hmm. So it's it's the worst. It's the it's a perfect storm for tourism. I mean, it for sure in a bad way. Well, once. Listen, once they get that, whatever it is to fix your lungs that right. they're working on, like if they can make it just like a asthma inhaler or put it in a vape cartridge, man. 
do whatever. Like, and and I don't, you know, I I don't want, and I've been very careful, and I need to say this now, before I get you in trouble with the state. No, no, it's, you know, I'm I'm bemoaning the issues that we've been having and talking a lot about financial. Struggle, oh, but we're gonna have a big struggle, pop at the end of this. But what what I do want to point out is people are dying. Yeah. Okay, so oh, 100%. Problems, you know, my problems, your problems. They're not that dramatic. They're right. There are there are bigger issues at sure. play and I don't want to completely ignore that and no. just This and wasn't just, meant to be an undermining and, podcast. Yeah, and it was I'm more not, of an I don't want to sit situation. here and play my tiny violin about, you know, the the woes the, of working in travel and tourism yeah. right now when there are much larger issues not even attributable yeah. to what we're uh, talking the about. pandemic. Mm-hmm. There are many, many issues uh, going on right now that are much larger um, than, you know, can we start marketing to visitors again? Yeah. Uh, but, you know, you didn't have me on to talk about those. You had me on to talk about what I do. We can get gnarly if you want, man. <laughs> I got time. But I don't want this to go out if we decide, like, I will edit every bit of the f- the rest of this conversation out. <laughs> Because so I don't think either one of us are going to have, I, and and I am and I am not uh, certified, nor uh, no. uh, should I be speaking on on many of the issues. I am I am not, uh, uh, I'm, I'm I'm not that guy. I can talk uh, till I'm blue in the face about what I 100%. do, um, and what you think and believe. But right. like, we don't need to be fact checking opinions. No, <laughs> but you know. So I I think, like I said, as we sit here today, uh, this week, right now. Uh, it feels like, from a travel and tourism standpoint, at least in this region, um, that things are starting to 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 turn the corner. Yeah, um, and that's all we can do. No, you know, we, yeah, I, I can't. We can't uh, kind of live in fear of what happens if mm. three, four months down the road, we will adapt and we will make changes as as they uh, are necessitated. Uh, but right now, we all we can do is what we're allowed to do. And yeah. Right now, uh, you know, the governor says June fifteenth, we can play ball. Then we're going to be out there playing ball, and we're going to make sure that w- we get some people in Dothan playing ball, um, wh- whatever that ball is. Sure, yeah. Um, and and that's our job. That's our role. Uh, and that's where we fit into the economy of of Dothan and Houston County and Southeast Alabama. Um, and that's what we're going to continue to do now that we are allowed to do it. Absolutely. And not only is it good for obviously tourism and tourism and dollars and bed, heads on beds and blah blah blah, it's great for our youth. Like we yes. need to have them out socializing. We need to have them out like seeing the world and traveling and seeing right. other places. The same as we need to be looking into ourselves to go out and travel and appreciate well, just, those things. Just out of their houses. I mean, even just to go to practice. Yeah. Um, you know, I've, I've got two at, at, at my house and, you know, they're every, every day, you know, when can I go see such and such and when can such and such come over? Sure. This is, this is a a unbelievably difficult time on, like you said, many, many levels. Um, but just to get people, uh, parents out of the house, get their kids out of the house, get them onto a ball field, get them into a... Uh, our, you know, our museum, our art museum opens this week and, you know, the botanical gardens have been open mm-hmm. and just get them out on the trail and get them out to landmark. Just, you know, just get them out of the house and, and, uh, you know, as safely and, 
uh, as you want it to be. Sure. You, you know, there are there are many levels and tiers of uh, of safety and, and fun. Uh, pick one. It has been very hilarious to see the approved list of activities. Yeah. That's like, you can go fishing. <laughs> like, thanks. Right. Like, I've been... It's, you think people were avoiding that because they were worried about a virus that had never been on a f- private farm before? Yeah. It, it, it's been, you know, and, and again, we can get into... Uh, no, I'm not interested. But, you know, <laughs> you know, just the, the discussion of, you know, uh, what is essential and what is not yeah. and who is essential For and sure. who is not. Uh, what's safe and what is not. Um, you know, I, I think everybody is up to their own opinion and, and, and you know... I, Thankfully, now you know, kind of post June fifteenth, there's just more options. Oh yeah, and, and that's all we could ask for. And you know, let's hopefully, like I said, hopefully the the options keep expanding mm-hmm. as safely and and soundly as they can be expanded. But as of right now, we're you know we're excited that uh, we're able to to be hosting tournaments and for sure and, and bring folks to town and excited to see that you know a lot of our attractions are are open or are reopening in the immediate future and our restaurants are back open and and our hotels are as safe as they've as clean as they've ever been yeah um you know and, and they are ready and willing to to host your uh, your family or you as an individual and um you know we're just we're just excited to be having these conversations as opposed to oh gosh well what you know well what can we talk about what yeah. can't we talk about well we you know, now or at least, like I said in the beginning, this feels as close to normal as it has sure, in, in, in a long six time. months. Yeah. Um, so we have obviously there's endless amenity or close to endless amenities here. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the developments that I've loved following has been the BMX track. Yes. And Travis Rutchen and all yes. his buddies like get it. Like they've done it. Like they've Absolutely. done national nationally covered yeah. BMX races in Dothan. Yeah. And we're we're depending on the BMX's schedule this year, we we were scheduled to host a Gold Cup uh here in September. We had a we had a uh national finals here last June. Yeah. Um but we're supposed to have a Gold Cup this September. So we're we're still fingers crossed that that's going to be allowed to happen, but yeah, I mean it, it's it's the Travises of the world that mm-hmm. kind of He's he's not doing this, so we talk about him. Sure, um, he like is, he has no idea this conversation is no, going on at all. He, he is the absolute behind the scenes guy, hundred percent, that is doing it because he has a passion for BMX and his mm-hmm. family has a passion for BMX, and we have a fantastic, unbelievable uh, facility here again in Dothan, Alabama. Um, that's that's owned by the city, but is they you know. Kind of operated, yes, maintained by, by the yeah, BMX community, by the BMX community itself, and uh, you know it's a it's a perfect, you know, kind of a perfect world where the city sees a need, uh, and then there's a kind of a private organization. Yeah, you get that symbiotic relationship yes. between the public, the private sector, and it's, the public service. It's, it's the perfect public private, hundred um, percent. And and you know, and, and it doesn't know, cost the city anything. It was. A pre-existing piece of property, right? And it's all they cleaned own. up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they still own it. Yeah, and it, and you know, and it's right inside. It's yet another amenity for an, an enormous complex uh, complex out at Westgate, which, again, I just 
it boggles the mind that there's something like this in the in a community this size. Mm-hmm. Uh, that well, that I, was why Waterworld was originally built. It wasn't for Dothan. It was for people to yeah. come here and blow money. Yeah, and and they just put a couple of million dollars in yeah, Waterworld. I'm excited about that. Um, you know, they're supposed to be opening in a couple of weeks now. Um, you know, really excited about the the uh, upgrades to Waterworld. And you know, you look at the you know the brand new pool. There we all we have two pools, indoor pools now at Waterhead mm-hmm. Westgate. The soccer amenities, baseball, softball, um, you know, the trail itself. I mean, Westgate, it's a huge installation. Westgate itself, it would be like holy cow. But then you've got all the other facilities. You got that we Eastgate. Have you got James Oates. You right. got all sorts of small community parks. Yep. And you you know you've got the facility you know down at uh, the old Dolphin High at, at uh, the Dolphin Prep. Uh, oh, with Doug with two? Doug two and Colby and Bottoms and just fields and fields and fields. Yeah, you got Riffuse, Riffuse Riff Stadium. Hughes, yeah. So, you know, I, I, you look at the, the public-private and you talk about BMX um, and, you know, what, what could follow that? You yeah. Know, what, what's the next thing? Uh, and I know something that's, that's dear to your heart and, and has been discussed, uh, I know, long before I've, I arrived here yeah. uh, in, in late 2018, um, is the idea of a skate park and and what does that look like and and where and how and who oversees it and uh, but you know we are excited about the the potential I know that I know leisure we are speaking about leisure services I know it's on their kind of long range yeah. plan and um, you know they've you know signed off I'm not sure is the correct term but they've acknowledged the project they you know they've they've the city has acknowledged. Um, the benefits to this mm-hmm. and, and how and that it may be a need rather than just a random frivolous right, want right it's not it's not a frivolous uh, you know passion project of somebody it's just another amenity for people that might be looking for places to live right. like oh this has this my kids into that let's right. I'll move there instead of moving to Ozark and and you know a good friend of mine John David um, who runs USA BMX uh, you know I, I just saw him in the fall and and he was asking me about it because he you know he's bring He's brought multiple BMX events mm-hmm. here, and and he's heard about the the potential of a skate park, and um, you know he just talks about the benefits, uh, you know, selfishly for him as as 100%. running the BMX yeah. because when you know and it's tough when you talk about a skate park, it's not just skateboards. No, it's it's scooters, BM, it's, BMX, right? Anybody and rollerbladers. You know, he sees that a, a skate park for an event like his would bring more people to Dothan simply because there'd be a skate park mm-hmm. uh, where they could go. Because, again, we're talking about the moat, you know, a race is, what, 20 seconds? Sure. You know, there's a lot of time, a lot of downtime these guys have. Yeah. And gals, uh, while they're here, what is there to do for these BMX riders while they're here in town? Not only that, but if they have, it's hard to stay warm yeah. between heats. So one of the big things with skateboarding, like I grew up as a competitive skateboarder. Yeah. It's, I mean... You have the way it works is you have your beginner, intermediate, advanced, and like professional or sponsored or whatever yeah. tiers of like competitors. And then I'm not skating during the beginner stuff. Right. Like I might have the biggest, hardest role to play in this entire contest because I'm one of the advanced or professional type dudes. And I got to stay warm. Yep. And having a bigger space to be able to do that, especially where. If you're a BMX rider and you're not on that dirt track, you can go over here and just cruise around and like stay used to ramp trans- transitions and right. hone your craft because the skills you learn in the street 
on a bike and the more comfortable, and it goes with anything, whether it's a bike or a microphone or a video camera or right. whatever, the more comfortable you get with your craft, yep. the better you can do it. It's getting reps. 100%. Yep. And the great thing about skate parks and BMX tracks and stuff is it builds confidence in individuals that yep. may not have any other way to get it. Um, one of the reasons I'm so passionate about it is, yeah, I grew up skateboarding, but I didn't grow up skateboarding anywhere that it was uh, applauded. Like right. I grew up skateboarding in a very small town. That is exactly this one. <laughs> and I mean, dude, in the 90s, like you're in the heyday of like Duckhead and all sorts of crazy shirts and all sorts of fashion ideas that right. might not have lined up with a lot of us. And yeah, like, but what did what line up with me was like, Ride the Lightning or Kill Em All by Metallica or whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that was just what I was into. And until I found that community of like skateboarders, and I mean, we've, Dothan has had three skate parks as far as I can remember in history. 1996, 95, Sanctuary Skate Park opened on Code Area Road over by uh, Cloverdale Baptist Church. Mm hmm. And that was open for a few years. That's actually where I met half my groomsmen for my wedding. And I got married three years ago, you know? Like, (laughs) these relationships that you build are so genuine and so pure as far as, like, encouragement and telling people as an individual, like, you got this, dude. Like, five more tries, you got this. Right. You don't get that as an adult anywhere. You don't get, you especially don't get it as a business owner. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I've dealt with a lot of like weird stuff through the years between like just mental health issues to separation anxiety from like a lot of family, other places. And having those relationships is very much what made me the individual that I am today. Yeah. Um, I realize that I don't have to rely on other people because I have what it takes within me. To, dude, if I can do a kickflip into a frontside board slide on a 10-steer handrail and not die, like, <laughs> and the like, that's the other thing is for every trick that you see, 90% of that is eating shit. Right. And picking yourself up and dusting right. yourself off. Well, I think, I think opportunity, and it, it comes down to the word opportunity for me. <clears throat> you know, I, I, we're about the same age. I'm guessing I'm probably a little older than you. How do you think I am? 38. This is my favorite question to ask. 38. Me, it's pretty close. 37, but I'll be 38 in October. Yeah. So I am a little older than you, uh, but with same era. I mean, sure. I, grew yeah, up, yeah. I grew up in the skateboard era as well. Um, it's just, it's it's another opportunity. And, and really, as a parent of children and as a former child, hmm? All you want is an opportunity. Yeah. Whether whether it's art, mm-hmm. whether it's baseball, whether it's track, whatever, or geography, what, mm-hmm. whatever, you just want an opportunity to do it. Yeah. And the more opportunities that kids have to do whatever it is that they're doing, the less opportunity they have to get to into weird stuff, to do something they're not supposed to. Sure. Be doing. Well, not only that, but boredom breeds. That's right. All sorts of bad. That's behavior. right. So you know, it, it, yes, skateboarding is a niche. Um, oh, it's but, a very narrow market in the but, city. But there's but there's other niche. There's niches that need to be itched, mm-hmm. 
and and I'm not saying that there's a need. That's not my call. It's not my money. Yeah. Um, do I think it would be uh, a benefit to this community? Yes. It's another line in the water to get right. more people to that's the right. area. It's it's an opportunity for kids and adults. Yeah. But, but primarily kids. It would be my focus is it's an opportunity for kids to have an outlet mm-hmm. uh, that they didn't have before. Sure. And and, and it's and it's contained. Mm-hmm. It's supervised. It is built for that purpose as yeah. opposed to a 10-step handrail uh, that was not built for that purpose. That's what makes uh, it fun. <laughs> that's, what, that's what pushes you, though. Like right. it's, it's literally like it's like finding garbage and trying to turn it into a painting. Right. It's 100% that. Like, so I, I think there's definitely something to it. You know, I hope, I hope that there um, – uh, I hope that it happens. I hope that there's um, this comes to fruition. I know a lot of people are very passionate about it. Mm. I've heard from all of them. Uh, I've hosted all of them in my office. That's a lot. Uh, at, at one a point, lot of dudes. <laughs> a lot of opinions, uh, a lot of good discussion. Um, but I, I do hope that there's there's some um, finality to it, that, that, that this does happen and, and we can see it through. Yeah, I've been, I've got to go back. I'll send you a picture this afternoon of a newspaper article from 1996 about Eastgate Park's layout for a skate park. And that's the only reason, like, I keep bringing it up to people. I'm like, what are we doing, man? It was supposed to be done 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, it's, it's been on, it's like, been in the conversation for a while. For a long time. Yeah. And, like, I get long time plans and yada, yada, yada. But, like, I'd love to see it before I died. Yeah. A little bit. Um, and I'd love to see it before a lot of kids that are into skateboarding now get into high school and decide they want to drink and have sex and dip for a living. You know what I mean? Like it's really just trying to give any kid an opportunity to get out of a bad situation. Like you don't have to be a rapper to get out of the hood. Like you don't have to do, you don't have to like just sell drugs until you can afford to do whatever. Like, and that's it. I mean, it literally, it's it in my mind, it's just, it's an opportunity. Yeah. Um, just express yourself and, meet kids or meet, meet other people that are like-minded. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's it's to me it's no different than you know, art classes or dance yeah. classes or karate classes or or a baseball team or a soccer team, tennis. It's just a it's another avenue to go down mm-hmm. and, and and another opportunity for uh for kids in this community to uh express themselves and 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 stay out of trouble and, and meet other kids. Mm-hmm. I think that's I mean amenities like parks skate or otherwise yep. are also invaluable to our individual development as persons. Sure. And I mean, the more of those we've got, the better chance we have for a better tomorrow. I think like everything starts with kids. Yeah. Um, it was probably a year ago. We were talking about the com- combination between the two major high schools in our area. And my thought was, it's going to be a nightmare for about five years. Yeah. Or until all the siblings of all the kids in high school right now get through. <laughs> right. Because until all that energy and like weird confusion goes away, because this is a thing that has not ever been done in our town. Like it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of shuffling to like get these students acclimated with each other. And because they're all coming from every neighborhood now, it's right. not just, it's not just who's on what side of the, 231 or 84 of the major highways in the right. area. Now everybody's going to the same place. And um, being able to positively 
incorporate everything and to give kids as many options as possible to be themselves and to hone that craft. I feel like it's a disservice to our youth to just allow, just not to update things. You know what I mean? Like we can update our building codes every five, 10 years, but we need to be updating our leisure services. We need to be updating our community outreaches. We need to be getting people more involved in the youth. So when we retire, we don't have to worry about the world going to shit. Yeah. Well, and, and I was pleasantly surprised and I, I don't have a child in, in high school. Uh, thankfully at this point, um, 10 is 10 years old is enough for me right now. Yeah. Um, but from what I've heard, what I've seen, uh, just, you know, talking about combining the two high schools and the fears. It's gone a lot more well than I thought it would. It's gone amazingly well when you talk about, you know, lifelong lifetime or however, whenever they built Northview. Uh, decades of rivalries, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, under but, one roof, and, but and not, the kids, it, the kids were less worried about it than the adults, yeah, uh, that that have that baggage, and and you know, kudos to the school district and kudos to those kids um, that said, you know, no, we're not, we're not going to fall into that trap. Sure, one of the things I was having a conversation during one of those coffee meetings that we yep. we frequent, um, basically, is just a handful of us in the community. I haven't been there because I've only got one foot, <laughs> but a lot of us get together and just talk about what's going on in the area. Like there's zero negative talk allowed or That's you right. will be asked to leave. That's right. And it's all like positive ideas trying to figure out we're just solving the world's problems one mm-hmm. coffee at a time. Right. And I had a conversation during one of those coffee meetings because I'm not from here and I don't understand like why were, why everybody was so up in arms about, combining schools or about changing the name of whatever Dothan Hyde at Dothan Prep and right. blah, blah, blah. And I won't say who said this to me because I'm not, I mean, just not that dude, mm-hmm. but I mean, he had the best, the best insight to that situation that I didn't understand until he worded it to me this way was in a small, the, in the town, the size of Dothan from the forties until the two thousands, Small town vibes. And so those high schools and those letterman jackets gave you an identity, gave you a personality in a town where everybody looked the exact same for the most part. And that separated you and made you proud and made you want to do better for that school. And being a part of that team made you want to be better than that school across town because you just want to be the best right. from top to bottom. So I think you lose, like their point was, you lose the spirit of competition by doing this and you start watering down the legacy of like all the people that from, from Dothan High or Northview that went on to play collegiate and national football. And I think combining those I still think combining was a great idea. Yep. Just because, what do we have? Three empty school buildings right now that <laughs> we still just chilling, paying property tax. How does that work? Is that like a church? <laughs> I need to know. Um, but we yeah, we've got three empty schools. Yeah. That we don't have students for, we don't have teachers for, and we don't have the need for. And so, like, being able to combine all that, and I say all that just from a business standpoint. To condense all that and to have everybody integrated, I feel like that's not the best word to use. 
I don't know. I'm not from here. I don't give a shit. Uh, to have everybody together in one spot from all over the city is a powerful thing to be able to do. Right. There's such an opportunity that comes with that instead of everybody just going to a Beverly and then a Dothan High and then whatever college. Because you can avoid, you can effectively, if your parents are well-to-do enough, they can help you avoid interactions with other people. I think with our public school system being more unified and united and everybody working towards a common goal to where now it's not Dothan High is going to be better than Norfolk. Dothan's going to be better than the surrounding areas. Yeah. And that's what we need to be focused on. And not like some outrageous like, we're better than you. And like (laughs) throwing bricks and stuff. But it needs to be like, hey guys, like we were able to hold ourselves to a better standard and a higher standard because of the way we implemented this. And it's gone well. Yeah. Like unexpectedly well. And I think it's an option for other school systems to be able to look at, uh, especially ones where maybe we have more money going into the facility than we are going into the people that are teaching our kids. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, listen, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a child um, that was raised by two public educators. Yeah. Um, so you're not going to get any, any argument. No, my you, wife's a pre-K teacher. You, like. you talk about the, the importance of public education and, and what it means for for a community at large. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're, I, in my mind, your community is only as good as as the public education mm-hmm. system. Um, and, and I'm very excited. And, and uh, you know, this all kind of started when we were looking at moving here. Yeah. Uh, you know, everything we so were So you're reading. moving into a questionably, yes. potentially volatile situation. Yes. A lot of, you know, you, you Googled, you know, Dothan schools. That ain't good, um, and and some of it was, some of it looked good. Some of mm-hmm. it was, you know, you re- start reading the comments, and you don't ever want to, you don't ever want to think about it. But you know, having been here and having seen it, and having met Doctor Edwards several times, and 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 you know, my my children are at the public school, and um, you know, it's it's, it's been great, mm-hmm. and and I think um, that going forward, it's only going to get better. Yeah, and. You know, you talk about opportunities and you talk about, um, you know, facilities and, and that sort of thing, you know, combining and, mm-hmm. and com- kind of combining forces on um, opportunities and, and facilities uh, makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, you start tipping the domino for like generational enlightenment instead of gener- generational wealth. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited about the future. I know a lot of people are super bummed right now about some of the stuff going on and don't get me wrong like rightfully so with some I, yeah, of it yeah I don't I don't think you should shoot a dude with a taser with a pistol when the dude took the taser out of your pocket like you know that's a taser <laughs> you got a vest on dog you probably got hit by that taser whenever you were in training put three rounds in a dude's back yeah that ain't rad yeah i it it is a uh it's a mess out there, guys. It it is. That's why you got to wash your hands. That's right. When you it's just, wash your hands and make sure your kids are in, like having the best time they can. Right. And and you know and that again, you know this this could be a, a four hour podcast. No and, joke. And one that I I am not uh, qualified to to be on. Um, Me neither. But you know we're we are, uh, you know we're excited, cautiously excited. Uh, again, I created a phrase. Cautiously excited about um, where we're headed as a, as a destination yeah. and, and and what we're able to promote and, and market uh, to the masses here as as the um, kind of the hub of the wiregrass and and the opportunity that that entails and uh, 
the opportunities that our facilities, our amenities, our attractions, our attractors, and quite honestly, our people. Yeah. Uh, that that you know nobody comes here to spend the night in a hotel. They come here to do business. Mm-hmm. They come here to visit one of our attractions, eat Go one to of a our wedding. restaurants. Yeah. They're here to see our people, mm-hmm. and, and we've got great people here, yeah, dude, and, and great stories, and and you know that's where we focused our our um, you know our visitor guide on is just mm-hmm. you know yes here's some pretty pictures and here's some phone numbers and emails and websites of our but it's the people that we have here that nobody else has yeah um, that we chose to focus on and and we we do have an amazing batch of folks. Um, that are worth visiting and, yeah. and worth coming to town and, and interacting with and engaging with. And they're doing great things mm-hmm. out there. And whether that's downtown, whether it's uh, on the circle, whether it's, you know, out in the country, yeah. uh, you know, with uh, with our brewery that, you you know, you need a it's like geocaching to find Oof, it. Yeah. But once you're there, man. Dude, it's amazing. It's amazing. It is. Yeah, and it's it's kind of indicative of our city. Yeah. Like, that is a perfect, like, microcosm, macrocosm or whatever, like, out of our city. Like, you start rolling up from any direction. Yeah. And you're like, mm, what is this? Right. And then, I mean, once you get past that threshold of, like, you get past that welcome to Dothan brick sign on 84, and you're like, oh, <laughs> rad. Like, they've got, the first thing you see is... Well, you've already passed a medical college coming yeah. into town. Or if you're coming from the north, you've already passed Troy University. Right. So those two entrances are covered as far as not looking like scumbags mm-hmm. on the way in, right? And then you're greeted by, if you're coming from 84, then you're either greeted by an, a hospital. Right. And from the south side, Ryan's and a Walmart. <laughs> We need to put something on the south side that's cooler than the rest of the things. Well, I mean, you've the got, fair's lit though. Like when the, yeah, I mean, that one month, or one week yeah, a year. You know, you've got the fair. You've got the the crossings at Big Creek out oh, there. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, you know, it. We're getting there. And, sure. You know, and and we're excited. We you know we we've had discussions with a lot of uh, the the powers that mm-hmm. be here about our entryways and and about the um, the look and feel of. Mm-hmm of driving not only being downtown but getting to downtown yeah. and and what did those look like uh to not only to visitors which is obviously our our uh, bailiwick but mm-hmm. people that live here you know what what do those entry points look like and and how welcoming are they and yeah. and, and you know you then you start talking about signage and wayfinding how do we getting people around and you know kind of embracing if you will the you know the the orange cones yeah. you know we we got construction. To me, construction always means something progress. good's happening. Yeah, it's it's progress and it's growth. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if we didn't have those orange cones, we'd be driving on bumpy roads and Dear. and nobody'd be wanting to be here. Take the jeep across. Just you can be on the circle and come across uh, eighty four west on yeah. the circle. <laughs> you lab will get a jack. Dude, <laughs> keep the doors on for sure. So we're you know again I, the we have. I guess to summarize, we've got great people doing great things, mm-hmm. uh, which allows us to tell a great story for sure. And and from a tourism standpoint, from from a, a destination marketing organization standpoint, that's all you can ask for. Yeah, I mean, and, you and I have effectively the same job. I don't necessarily right. court tournaments to bring here, but right. I'm very much a proponent of like 
go spend money in our local establishment. That's like, right. I understand, like, you may be used to, uh, I don't want to say any particular restaurant just because you might be used to a particular chain. Yeah. And you know that you like, I don't know. Oh, man, I can't think of any dishes of like recognizable names that aren't super well, you, recognizable. You know, the ribeye at fill in the blank chain yeah. steakhouse is going to yeah. taste the same whether yeah. you're here, whether you're in Columbus, 100%. whether you're in Birmingham, whether you're in New York City. The other thing is those dollars are going nowhere. The profit <laughs> of that business. More than likely, unless it's for real, locally owned, yeah, a lot of that's flying out to different cities, and but, that's why Atlanta has so many amenities, or right. why LA, or why New York has whatever. But I say that at the same in the oh, same I'm not breath. Saying don't support those. Places. We need them, yeah, because there are numerous visitors, yeah, and that, everybody needs food. That's what they need, mm-hmm. and you know what? They're some of them are risk averse. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they're like, "Listen, I got one of them at home." Yeah, I got out Charlie's, man. I, I'm hitting that. I'm going. Yeah, and and I know what they have, and I know what their happy hour specials mm-hmm. are, and I, and that's fine. Yeah, the, there there is obviously room uh, for Everybody, chain restaurants, yeah. and you know, and it and it it, it hurts. Yeah, it doesn't hurt. It's it's weird when you start talking about buy local and shop yeah, local. Yeah, and it gets. When I mean, you, when you know the guy that owns quote unquote owns that restaurant, even yeah. though he doesn't own it, um, but those employees are employees, and yeah. we need to support. And those they people. live here, and, and yeah. it's tough. Uh, but you know, it's it's the folks, it's the entrepreneurs that say, you know what, I'm going to go out on my own, own, mm-hmm. and, and I'm going to. Not that owning a restaurant chain is not a risk, no. because it is absolutely. Um, because my my family's lived that life too. Um, but you know, when you, when you talk about local and you talk about a dish that you don't have at home, Mm -hmm. um, you don't have this menu to pick from. You don't have this dessert that this one person created, or you can't even get the ingredients because none of your suppliers carry it because it's so regional. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, there, there is something to be said about, and, and that's, you know, how we, Promote our visitor guide. Hundred I mean, percent local favorites. Mm-hmm. It's what they're called. Yeah, because they are. Um, so, and again, we we have a tremendous amount of those, and and again, great stories go along with every one of them, and more coming. And 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 you know, it's the it's the shop, not only the restaurants, but it's the retail, retail. and it's the you know that niche, um, you know, shop that. You can only get here. You can yeah, only Naomi buy Naomi and Olive. It's a perfect example. Mural City. Yep. And especially downtown. Like, um, we've bookended downtown pretty well between Mural City and the Carver Museum. Right. Um, I'm excited to see that continue to grow. Like, one of my favorite parts of our city is Dixie, which is on north, it's just north of downtown. Okay. And... It's where the train depot is and all the, like there's storefronts all the way down that road. Yeah. Um, I want to see that used. Like I think that train depot needs to be the stage for foster fest for the North end. Like I think that's already built as if it were to be a community center for, yeah. for that area. Well, I, I think that the, the future is only, uh, going to get brighter for downtown. I know a lot oh, of yeah. our focus is downtown. I know a lot of um, 
you know the, the city hall's focus is is downtown while they they do you know obviously uh have to to look at the entire city oh, 100%. um but you know it, i'm preaching to the choir here but you, your city's only as good as your downtown mm-hmm. um everything starts from there that's the heart of the city um and and you know dothan's no different um you know a lot of downtowns died dude uh, look you at know, when literally malls, all of them like mobile right uh montgomery birmingham huntsville like all of their downtowns have been rocked by yeah. shopping malls and right. e-commerce and all that stuff. Yep. And a lot of places, because those uh, shopping malls were had such a um, financial backing, all those stores were national brands right. for the most part that can afford five to ten thousand dollars a month in rent. Yeah. And when you have those gold, like behemoths roll in, um, you see when Harry met Sally. Yeah. You know how that goes. Like that's the one about the bookstore, right? That's not Sleepless in Seattle. It's the same movie. I just can't figure out which one was the bookstore and which one wasn't. Uh, somebody tweet me. Yeah, uh, they're they're both Meg Ryan. Learn right? me, and do and Tom Hanks. That's why I can't understand. Like, no, Harry Met Sally is uh, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal. Okay, this yeah. is that one. You're thinking of Sleepless in Seattle, and what's the other Tom Hanks? Um, oh, come on. I don't know. It was almost like part one and part two. They were so similar. Forrest Gump. No. No. Oh, it's going to kill me. I'm going to remember as soon as this mic turns off. All right. This is a little off topic. Okay. Do you think Short Circuit could have been a prequel to RoboCop? Wow. That's going back. I mean, since we're in the same theme of ones and twos of movies. Yeah. I mean, I could see it. Where where does Wally fit in? He's in there, too. I mean, that might be the telling of how they got... (laughs) To no disassemble Stephanie. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I'd always said that. I'd joke around about that being like, I think uh, Johnny Five just turned into a T-1000 eventually. <laughs> and it's all Terminator and RoboCop. Uh, and that was the seed that started it all. Well, dude, it's been fun, man. Yeah. We got to do this more. We- I know. I'm So one of the things, like since I've been down and since the local prints once a month, like yeah. we've been doing this on a m- weekly basis for the most part, while we were operating at full force. Um, but I'm spending so much more time in the office now that like I've got a podcast scheduled for like tomorrow at two yeah, or tomorrow at four. And really I'm trying to just use this platform instead of it being Justin makes jokes about every aspect <laughs> of every conversation. Like I want to be able to have like responsible conversations with the people in the community that are all paddling the same boat in the same direction. And not only by doing that, then you show more relatable qualities to any guest or any individual and you let people become more comfortable with what this individual or entity is doing and even get them so comfortable with it that they get behind it and start pushing from behind. Yeah. I know we've, it's uh, you've got mail, by the way, and sleepless in Seattle. Oh yeah, there you go. I I had to look it up. Which so which oh Billy Crystal was the one with the bookstore. I don't remember. I think well, Billy Crystal wasn't he a he was a writer at a newspaper in uh, when Harry met Sally. Yeah, he was some kind of a journalist. He was an ad salesman in uh, uh, City Slickers one and two. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> sleepless in Seattle was ninety three. You got mail was ninety eight. Gotcha. So I digress. I had to look it up. I has no. Idea. I was paying attention to you though. Uh, but yeah, it's just getting people here that have a vision and trying to share that vision with other people. 
Well, I, I, we just, you know, since I've been here, you know, a little over a year and a half now, um, you know, you and I met almost immediately, mm-hmm. uh, cause you know, we are, uh, we have a pretty big Venn diagram of overlap yeah, for sure uh, for what you do and what we do. And, uh, with with no no competition at all, no. I mean, we're not at all competing against each other. You're with not each in other. business. That's right. You know <laughs> what right. I mean? Like you're right. just trying to get people to go to other businesses, and so right. am I. So you know, I've always appreciated what what you do and what you try to do, and um, you know, just trying to get the word and just and really being because what you know, not to steal a word from you know, we talked about the chamber earlier, but ambassadors. Yeah. To be a true ambassador of Dothan and 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 really, you know. Uh, kind of the Johnny Appleseed of, of mm-hmm. you know, let's get out there and let's talk about Dothan. Yeah. You know, to Dothan. Uh, and then, you know, my role and our role is to talk about Dothan to other folks mm-hmm. about Dothan while also talking to the folks here. Um, just, you know, just kudos to you and, and everything that you and, and your crew have done. Um, crew a few <laughs> have yeah, done. for real. I appreciate um, it. But they yeah. appreciate it too. Like we've got a phenomenal team yeah. between like Oren Scruggs. They used to be with Dothan Magazine and Chad Brown. Um, like our writers are amazing. Cheyenne Trujillo, she's a four foot Latin girl that is, <laughs> she will tell you everything you need to know about the Latin culture, yeah. which is awesome. And like it's being, being able to find people that are familiar with these cultures. Like I can't make carne asada worth a shit. Right. Right, but I love it. I drive, and I want to. I want to make it. <laughs> right. But yeah, you just gotta, uh, you just gotta mix some ingredients up. So no, this was great. I I really do appreciate the invitation, yeah, and dude. you know, uh, especially right now. I mean, this is certainly an appropriate time yeah. to uh, to have me on and talking about it. You know, if it had been two months ago, this would have been a totally different podcast. Hundred percent. I ran into been, you about a month it'd ago. It'd been super depressing. Yeah, I ran into you a month ago after you'd gone over the numbers for yes. uh, the first. Or yes. the second quarter of the year, and yeah, it was, that was not that was a long day. <laughs> it was, um, but again, I mean, the numbers are still not what they were. No, uh, but we'll get there, and and that's yeah. the good news is, like I said, we 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 can see, um, you know, kind of the the page turning a little bit, and and you know, we just we hope and and we knock on every piece of wood we see mm-hmm. that uh, that we're going to keep moving forward and not backwards. Hundred percent, man. You just got to tell everybody what your vision is so they can see it too. That's right. That's well, thank you, brother. Yeah, dog. Anytime, man. Uh, get out of here, Aaron McCray. No. <laughs> um, yeah, this is episode, I don't know, 141, two, 142 probably. Um, I have no idea anymore. I haven't had a haircut in like since I bef- <laughs> since before the Mardi Gras ball, uh, which was like, I don't know, the 14th of February. <laughs> so I look super crazy. Um, yeah, hit us up anywhere like Facebook. Instagram at Wiregrass Local or the local podcast, whatever you want to do, the localpodcast.com. Tell your family, uh, tell your dad to subscribe. I'll probably have plenty of jokes for that dude. <laughs> and uh, yeah, holler me later. We will be back tomorrow with uh, at least one Axtell brother. We're going to talk about uh, how to promote things in a reasonable manner without a. Uh, I don't know what this dude's talking about. He's, I think he's talking about screen printing collegiate logos. Ugh. What a day. I'm about to eat. I got to have lunch. You guys have a wonderful afternoon. If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast.